Welcome out there in podcast land. Thank you so much for joining us for another episode of The Album Argument. I'm Ryan. I'm Jeremy. And we are so thankful to have you with us. The Album Argument podcast, if you've never joined us before, is a podcast where one of us gives the other one an album, says, hey, go home and listen to this, and then you pick out the best song and the worst song on that record. Sometimes we agree. Sometimes... We might not agree, and sometimes we have an album argument. Ooh, yeah. Right. Randy and Savage. Lots of reverb and everything. So, <laughs> um, so yeah, we, uh, we really enjoy swapping songs and saying to each other, hey, listen to this song, listen to this album, and that's kind of what it stemmed from a long time ago. And um, yeah, we just like to share albums, and sometimes it's something that we really do enjoy, and sometimes it's something that we kind of enjoy. Maybe listen to it because it has good quality, and uh, sometimes we try to stump the other and try to say, "Would the would Ryan like this? Would Jay like that?" Yeah, I mean, I, I think that's a definite. Uh, for this one, though, this is a kind of special pick for me. Uh, this is a special pick because it's coming from a viewer or a listener. Oh. Yeah, we have our very first uh, listener that has chimed in and said, hey, I want to hear something from this band. Okay. Now, they, they did not say, they didn't specify an album, but Heather, if you're out there and you're listening... Heather, you know who you are. We love you. Thank you for for commenting. Yes, thank you. Heather said, I want to hear something from Weezer. I'm ready to hear something from Weezer. And do you mind me mentioning, I think you do have something special of Weezer? I do. I have a Weezer tattoo. Yeah. So I know I I, I, I did not uh, second guess this from you. I said, okay, yeah, when Ryan told me this, it's a Weezer album. I was maybe a little surprised at the album, but yeah. um, I was also thankful because, um, yeah, some Weezer, I admit, I don't listen to Weezer that much. Um, if any, I do own some Weezer. I don't own this album, and we'll get to that in a little bit. Yep. Um, but uh, I, it was not surprising because I know you're a big Weezer fan. Huge Weezer fan. Uh, they are my favorite band of all time, and um, two of my favorite records of all time are, are Weezer's Blue and Weezer's Pinkerton. And honestly, I'm not ready to talk about those on the podcast here, even though they are like my my like holy grail of records. I'm not ready to discuss those. Interesting. I think those are the two that I own. Yep, and those 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 are two of the best, two the, of the better. The '90s albums, right? Yes. And then this is the first of the kind of the next. Yeah, this is the first of the new millennium. Uh, released in 2001, we are talking about Weezer's Green album, or just known as Weezer. I was I was going to say I thought it's just called Weezer, like yeah. every other. It's like Weezer, 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 Weezer. and then there's Weezer. And then there's Weezer. And then there's another Weezer. And then another Weezer. Yep. So Weezer is up to, they have Weezer's Blue, Weezer's Green, uh, Weezer's White, Weezer's Black, Weezer's Teal, Weezer's Red. I mean, they're, they're covering the whole color palette here, which is, which is kind of cool. I don't, I don't think this was on purpose. And we talked about this a few, a few podcasts ago, but it, it kind it's kind of neat. So. Yeah. Is there any reason why, or is there just a lack of care for albums. So I think um, when it came time, or I've read in interviews before where Rivers Cuomo has made, and he's the lead, for those of you who don't know, he's the lead singer and primary songwriter of Weezer um, and lead guitarist. He has commented on, you know, the album just felt like it's a self-titled album. And I can respect that, you know? And Interesting. That's, that's fine with me. I mean, I you know, having, because when, when you are talking with fans of Weezer and you go, oh yeah, Blue. Or, oh, uh, yeah, white. They know what you're saying, yeah. while other people might not have a clue. It's it's, it's definitely a, a thing now. Um, I mean, if you search Green Album, like I was doing on 
Spotify, it shows up. It actually shows up. Parentheses green album. So that's just what it's known for. And that's now become a thing that it's what, 21 years later. Yep. Um, it's it's their thing, which I applaud them for that. It is pretty cool. Now, a little bit of background and history on this record. Uh, Weezer released their first album in 1994. It was a huge success. Had hits with Undone the Sweater Song, Say It Ain't So, and of course, the classic with the classic video, Buddy Holly. They returned in 1996. After some soul-searching, Rivers Cuomo had gone to Harvard for a little bit. He'd returned. He'd written this, like, space opera, and then they it was called Songs from the Black Hole. And then they decided to scrap that and in turn re- recorded an album called Pinkerton, which is based off of the, the, the opera Madame Butterfly. Beautiful record. Wonderful. Through time, that record has been considered to be one of the greatest like punk, emo, whatever genre albums out there, geek rock anthems. But when it was first released, it was horrifically, horrifically ridiculed stomped on, insulted, everything all of the above. And that had a major impact on this green record. Didn't they lose a member or kind of shift through some things too? Yes, they did. They lost their bass player, Matt Sharp. And a lot of people feel like, uh, even though the current bass player that they have now, Scott, Scott's great. Everybody loves Scott. He's a good dude. They feel like Weezer lost a little bit of their heart and soul when Matt Sharp left. And the sound for Pinkerton definitely shifted. Yeah, gone were the classic Weezer uh, falsetto vocals, which are very, I mean, they're everywhere on the first two records. Those falsetto vocals are actually really good, and those were all courtesy of Matt Sharp. And so maybe uh, to previous episodes when we talked about Green Day, right, so different eras of Green Day. So there's probably many eras of Weezer that I don't even know of. but so many. There's the first one, and then Pinkerton, the next album, was a different one. And then I would say by this one, Green Album, it's another one. Yep, so... Basically what happened, Rivers Cuomo poured his heart and soul into these Pinkerton songs. And when they were lambasted, when they were ridiculed, it broke him. It literally broke him. And he's like, I'm not putting myself into my music anymore, at least at that time. Now, he's since has, you know, obviously put stuff into songs again about his life. But at this time, he he's like, you know what? I'm going to give them what the people wanted. Pinkerton was self-produced by Weezer where Blue was produced by Rick Ocasek of The Cars, the legendary producer and songwriter for The Cars. Now, when it came time to record Green, they brought Rick Ocasek back. And that led to very crunchy pop songs, pop punk songs. It led to clear, uh, precise writing. But it also led to songs without the heart. Yeah, and that's what I have a problem with, just to jump ahead, with this album and is that it's it's Weezer. It's quintessential Weezer. Um, but what, 10 songs? I think uh, after a few songs, I kind of get lost in them and I kind of go, which which song is this? Which song is that? And they all have like the few different uh, individual, I don't know, characteristics, but it is very, I hate to say cookie cutter, but it's a little bit more cookie cutter. Yes. Now, up to this point, you're, you're 100% correct. Up to this point, uh, Weezer had only released albums with 10 songs on them, which was actually kind of cool. And they didn't actually go past that 10 song mark until Maladroit, their fourth record. So it was kind of neat that they had this like theme going. It is very cookie cutter with the songwriting here because at this time, Rivers was documenting and cataloging all of his riffs, all of his lyrics. He would count lyrics by syllables and he, he would basically put it all into Excel spreadsheets and it just, 
it made it very formulaic. Interesting. Yeah, that's that's my one thing that I wrote down that I said uh, similar structure throughout. And then what really bugs me, sorry to say, is that it's pretty much kind of verse, chorus, verse, chorus, solo that mimics the vocal line and then goes back to maybe a verse or chorus and ends. So, you know, I don't mind all of that. I just wish that, um, and I think later Weezer, they start to shift a little bit, but the solos, it's very, um, what am I trying to say? It's, you know, it's coming. What's the yep. word? You know, it, it's predictable. That's yep. what I've been looking for. And uh, that's my problem. But now it kind of makes sense. So it's kind of yep. a transition period for So it. all the solos were purposely recorded to just be the melody. And that's it. No, no straying from that, that system. So this is, I mean, it is a bare bones Weezer record. However... I still find it to be quite enjoyable and a nice listen. Yeah, I think the more I listen to it, so I was listening to it more while you were coming over here um, today, and something kind of clicked. I don't know. I, I was thinking maybe in a different mind, like going back to like we were talking about Kid A, and you have to be in yeah. a certain um, situation, and some albums are just like that. I don't know why today, maybe just because I've listened to it so much, and then I kind of stopped listening to it actually. And then I picked it up again today just to double check a few things. And I go, okay, I get that. I still hate that song and that song. I strongly dislike that song and that song. <laughs> but fine. I still kind of like that. Oh, now I kind of like this. Oh, I kind of like this. I kind of like that. All right. So where are you at on your your picks? Best song, worst song? I can't stand the singles. Okay. So I think the singles are Hash Pipe and Island in the Sun, at and, least. And then Photograph as well. Oh, Photograph. Okay. So Photograph, I, I didn't realize what Photograph was. I somehow have always sung that. If you want it, you can have it, things like that. It's very catchy. So I like that. It might be one of my favorite ones, but um, I don't mind that one. Sorry. Now, it was a, it was an interesting single because the record company wasn't really behind it. So they're like their extra band member who's not really a band member, but been with them the whole time, Carl Cook. He did the video for it. So it, it wasn't fully released. It, it was released as a single, but not pushed. So to play a little bit that, um, yeah, so photograph. So sorry, I take it back. Not every um single but hash pipe and island in the sun i never liked them when they were out still don't like them i'll play a little bit of both he knocked it out of the park they are hits i can see why other people might like them yeah. but i don't know hash pipe i guess i always had a an, uh problem with the title hash pipe nothing yeah. against it or for it, whatever but i don't know it's just kind of odd the melody is odd the heart the falsetto and it's kind of like a cocky 80s rock riff that i just don't really care for i don't know i hear you for the verses it just it actually doesn't sound very weezer 
for me. I actually prefer some of the other songs. It's funny that you mentioned that, and I know that's another, as we mentioned in the last episode, I need to have a t-shirt made, that being said. It's funny that you mentioned that. It's also something I say a lot. But it's funny that you mentioned that, because you, if you recall, Weezer recorded a cover of Toto's Africa. Uh, right. And they also did Rosanna, too. A lot of people forgot that. Toto actually did a, a thank you response and covered Hashpipe. Oh. And it's better than Weezer's. <laughs> And I know Rivers is highly influenced, or he's been in, he was in 80s bands and 90s bands yes. on the strip and uh, so forth. So, I mean, it makes sense. It's kind of coming back and yeah. just throwing that in there. I just don't really care for it. They've had, don't they have like a whole metal album too? Or two? Yeah. They, um, um, you know, they, they have this new one, Van Weezer, that's supposed to be a metal record, metal ish record. And it, we won't talk about that. Okay. All right. We won't talk about that. But, um, and then Island in the Sun, excuse me, just hip hip. You just lost me right there. Okay. See, I got to argue with you on this one. I use this one in class. I actually used this one not too long ago with my students, you know, of sight reading stuff. And they sang Island in the Sun. And you know what? They loved it. It's, uh, I'll just go all out and say it's kind of cheesy. I can see why other people might like it. It's I'm, very cheesy. It's very cheesy. Uh, very simple. I do like when it gets louder at the end. It's got a little bit, the chord progression kind of changes that it's not so cheesy. But um, I don't know. It's I guess it's kind of got that 50s vibe, kind of going back to uh, Buddy Holly type. Um, but it's just, um, I don't know. I just wrote hip, hip, bad. So <laughs> I've also just never liked it. Now it's better to play. So in the dad band that I play in, we've played it a couple of times. Yeah. It is a fun song to play. It's kind of cool to figure out. I can see why people like it. I just, it just doesn't do anything for me. It's, it's not a little, you. It's a little too cheesy. I got you. So, it, it, and it's been played and overplayed on yeah, the radio. So I, I admit maybe if I've never heard the song, maybe I'd say, oh, cool. I might like that. And maybe I, even Hashpipe, but those two songs have been overplayed over the last 20 years. So what would you say is the absolute worst? Both. <laughs> you um, can't do that. You have to pick one. I know. Um, geez. Um, I guess I will go. I, I don't know. It's they're both. Um, I guess I'll go with hash pipe. Okay. Cause I've at least played Island in the sun. It's got some moments that, okay. And I can see why other people might like it, but hash pipe, it just, the lyrics don't do it for me. I was trying to kind of understand them. I think I sort of, there's do. nothing to understand. Okay. Yeah. So I, I, hope, you I know, thought it was me, but, um, there's a really good, uh, there's been arguments for years about what is actually said in the song hash pipe. And you know what, the, what it comes down to is none of the lyrics on this album really, I hate to say it, none of them really matter. So it's pure um, alt rock gold. Let's Correct. Say. All right, but some of the lyrics on some of the other songs I actually do kind of get. So, okay, so I, I yeah, there's some good ones, yes, but it, it's all formulaic. Yeah, and so does he say eyes wide or does he say something else? You know, that's that's the debate. There's because I've actually watched a YouTube video where they've cut each time he says it and they play it side by side, and it sounds different in all of them. Huh. That's kind of like Eddie Vedder. Like you don't really know what he says in uh, uh, what, yellow, yellow lead better. better. Right. And there's been plenty of <laughs> covers and interpretations about that. So anyways, I don't think he knows. I, I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's see. But then, uh, so the rest of the songs at first, as I mentioned, I kind of thought other than those two songs, and I guess hash pipe is the worst of the worst. Um, okay. <laughs> I went to the other songs and said, ah, okay, yeah. And again, actually, this one, it's helped the more I listen to it. Yeah. So I would say the best 
two songs. I, I, I guess I have three, sorry. Okay. I liked Crab. I thought Crab, Smile, and Glorious Day. Those tend to, tend to be just, I don't know, just they have a certain sound to them. Um, I think Glory, if I cho- have to choose one, I think I'll go with Glorious Day, maybe Smile. I don't know. Smile has a cool chord progression. That's, yeah. So this is when it gets out of cookie cutter uh, Weezer. So I thought Smile had some for me. Glorious Day has a few chords in it too. It has, I think Glorious Day has a cool uh, rhythm in the chorus. It's just an all-out rocker. It's pretty f- straightforward. Um, it also starts pretty quiet, too. Um, it sounds different. I don't know if it's a precursor to other Weezer songs, but I don't know. It just sounds different again, so I'm not the biggest of the this era of Weezer gotcha. and the newest era, so I think it just sounds like other songs that I might listen to. So I thought that was good. Um, I don't understand. I thought Smile was good. Just the It has a cool chord progression, and then something along the lines of, I don't know, not can't, can't stand the smile or something like that, I think he says. <laughs> it's something along those I lines. Maybe I misread that, but I thought that was, he had an interesting way of saying that. And then I did li- really like Crab, although I don't get the lyrics. But I think I do get the lyrics. Yeah. It, again, it's nonsensical, you know. So I think I'll go with Glorious Day, although I would suggest everybody also listen to uh, Crab and Smile. Very good. And the rest of the album, too. I mean, I think... Um, Rivers has a good play, good way of lyric placing things, yeah. like the one in Glorious Day, right, right, yeah, yeah, or something like that. Mm-hmm. And he just, it's very simple, but he places them the right way. And maybe he's figuring out how to write future songs, things like that. But I think he was doing it right on most of these songs, other than Hip Hip. Um, going back to that, sorry. <laughs> um, uh, even if you want it, and then all the the background, ooh, ooh, ooh and all those things. Um, I don't know, and nice harmonies throughout. So you know, I do appreciate it. So yeah. thanks for sharing it with me. And I think I will listen to it more. I don't think I will buy it. Okay. I think I'll stream it every That's once fair. in a while. Um, and it's really loud, and it's a cool rocker. So I could see it in certain situations. Just want to let it go. And I appreciate that. And you know, um, I have every Weezer record. Um, there's some great Weezer records out there, obviously blue Pinkerton. Uh, if you have not heard, okay, human, I would highly suggest going and listening to that. And yes, that is a playoff of Radiohead's okay computer, which I know you're not a fan of, but. Oh no, it's fine. Is that the one that's the Beatles sounding one? Or is yeah, that it's, one? it's very Baroque. Uh, like it's, it's, you know, symphony orchestra stuff songs it's it's cool it's a nice little and it very much kind of is like a quarantine record a lot of the lyrics are about being in quarantine so that's kind of cool too um so what are your thoughts if you had to pick your you're the best so sometimes is your favorite but maybe not necessarily your favorite you just think honestly what is the best and what is the worst so because this is like middle tier weezer for me i i i do come and go to this record and my my opinions and thoughts change on it uh across the board. Like I, I would, if I want to listen to Weezer, I, I would pick other records before this at times. However, I do pick this one up every now and then every time I do, I keep coming back to the song, simple pages. Give me some love. Give me some love. Give me some. I want you to know. Give me some love. Give me 
I just love that beginning. Give me some love. Give me some. I just, yeah. I don't know. It's cool. I think that's that uh, lyric placing, or maybe there's a better way of saying that. But yeah, he's got a great way of just taking, again, simple lyrics, throwing them in in the right rhythm, and it works. I agree. It's a yeah. good song. I love that song. Um, I, it is one of my favorites. I, I actually would say that these most of the songs on the second half of this record are better than the I first agree. half. Yeah, I agree. I think if they could flip it for whatever reason, I think it would be a better album. Although, Don't Let Go is a good opener. Don't Let Go is a very good opener. And and uh, I think Photograph's a fine song. I think Hash Pipe is a fine song as well. I think it was a nice introduction to Weezer being gone. Because a lot of people forget, Weezer was gone from 96 to 2001. That's a long stretch. Yeah, and this is 2001, so you know, putting myself in those shoes of what rock and music was, I think, was uh, TRL still around? TRL was still around. You know, it, so. it was a hit on TRL. Yeah, so MTV was still there. I do remember seeing some videos. So, you know, it was still, it was a different time than now. So listening to this album now yeah. is a different perception of 2001. I don't think this album, if this album was to be released today, it would not receive the same reception. It was a success back then, and that's good. Um now, as it comes to the songs I don't like on here, the one song I really don't like and I just think it's a sappy love song is Oh Girlfriend. I miss you and I wonder how you feel about me too. Do you miss the way we and not a bad song yeah it's you know it's fine but what it comes down to for me you look at the two records before this weezer's blue has only in dreams to end out the album that's almost an eight minute epic song full of beautiful solos and hard crunching guitars in wonderful bass lines then you go to pinkerton and you close out the album with one of the saddest songs ever recorded called butterfly it's it's heart-wrenching when you hear it two total polar opposites and then so you have this expectation as a weezer fan that the last song on the album is going to be a song that's really going to tie up this record and you get this it's not a bad song it's just whatever it's a whatever track on this record yeah uh i mean he says the end this is the end so maybe i don't know maybe they're trying to think of that's cheeky i guess i mean maybe uh, but Um. It does not sound like a, a closer for no, an album. No, it, it doesn't. And that's that that doesn't set well with me. Um, but, you know, overall, I still like this record. I, I'm, I'm glad I have it after all these years still. I'm still a huge fan of Weezer, and I will continue to listen and support Weezer, even if some of their records that come out are not the strongest records um, because they've become more formulaic. But I think I uh, applaud still Rivers and the band for trying different things. Like yes. you mentioned, there's a metal album and there's this album, there's this album. And just the idea that they do try different things, yes. love it or hate it. You know, they can't keep doing the STP thing and sounding the same over and over Correct. as we talked about. Um, and you'll hit it out of the park sometimes and sometimes you won't. And again, this is a great reintroduction to radio yeah. and I think it serves its purpose of what Rivers was trying to do. It does. And, 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 you know, at the end of the day, it's a, it's like a three star album and I think that's fine. I'm totally fine with it. Um, I love, I like it. I will continue to listen to it. I used to have this album cover as a poster hanging on my wall as a teenager. I still have love for him, you know, so thank you Weezer. Yep, and I will still skip Hashpipe and Island in the Sun every That's time fine. I listen to it. 
<laughs> you do that. And every every time it comes on the radio, sorry. But oh. uh, but now I know Crab. I would have never known these other songs, Crab and um, Smile and Glorious Day and even the ones that you mentioned, uh, the Simple Pages. So I don't know. For, so please, everybody, go listen to it, stream it. I'm looking at the, the streams for uh, Spotify. And so, for example, Island in the Sun has half a billion listens. That should tell you something, I Jay. Mean, uh, that should tell me that the rest of the world is crazy. And <laughs> you have, uh, I, I guess I need to change the type of music that I write. And you know, go for it, it. it is what it is. Um, it is what it is. Right. I, I, yeah. But anyway, so go stream it, go buy it, get the vinyl. I'm sure it's on vinyl still. Get oh, yeah. the CD. It might even be on cassettes somewhere. I've seen them out there. Yeah. And then uh, stream at whatever service. Try to make sure that you stream at high quality because it's got a lot of great distortion and you want to make sure you get all your ones and zeros correctly. Um, yep. And let us know what you think. Yeah. Please let us know on the socials. We are, you can reach us at thealbumargument.com. You can find our socials there on our website. You could also find a Spotify playlist that Jeremy puts together of all the songs and albums that we cover. And it's actually a cool thing that he does this because. As we are both introduced to new albums and songs that we would normally never listen to, you too can join in in that fun. Yeah, and so you can kind of listen, and uh, sorry if you don't have Spotify, but you can create a free account. Now the quality's different, things like that, but still, at least we just try to support the artists because, um, yeah, they they need our support, so they continue to make music just like Weezer and many of the bands that we've covered. Um, are still writing great music. So please, please, please go listen to their music on whatever service, Apple, Spotify, Amazon, whatever it is you listen to, please listen to Weezer and support them and all the other artists that we have covered on this podcast. Also visit us, again, thealbumargument.com. Find our socials there. Let's have an album argument online. Thank you so much, everybody, for joining us. This has been fantastic. I appreciate it. My name's Ryan. I'm Jeremy. Deuces. We are out. <laughs>